We start with a nail biter for playoff hope between Sal and Goers. With Keenan and Cal, then Ridley leading the way, you would think that Goers was all that. But when all looked lost, we saw that what John Brown could do for Sal was deliver him a victory. With one less Dalvin Cook in the kitchen, Sal is on a two-game winning streak and knocking on the door of an improbable playoff trip. Sal, 96.52. Goers, 96.34. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We jump over to another matchup relevant to the playoffs, but only in name. Bums versus Usiv. There's something sensual about a team scoring more than twice as much as another team. It was almost like Bums was practicing the Kamara Sutra. He left his Mark Andrews on him. He got his fill. Boy, did he tucker. Bums, 121, Usiv, 57. In the next matchup, Jay took on Shaham. If you blinked, you might have missed the Kyler Whale sighting as Shaham for once played his cards right. On the other side, Jay's team went missing and Sherlock was on the case. But it was elementary, my dear Deshaun Watson. Once the newly acquired signal caller went missing in action, it was clear Jay was foked. Shaham 93, Jay 75. Kuiper took on Kamish next. After cooking up an Edelman's agreement with the Kamish, and with the number one and number two running back in fantasy football in tow, you could say Kuiper is on a caffeine high. This week, unfortunately for Kamish's playoff hopes, there was nowhere to Carlos hide. It wasn't exactly how he drew breezed it up, but his playoff hopes are still alive. Kuiper, 113, Zabs, 88. Next, Chicks took on Rafi, whose team looked like it started an early vacation to the Garoppolo Islands. Don't fret, Chig sent you a package, Rafi. Sorry, it was his Dak in a box. Admire the chub. He's a shower, not a grower. Chig's 106, Rafi 89. Next, it's time for a song. <coughs> Country roads, take my homes to the place. Tran belongs. The bottom of the standings, that's where you find him. Take my homes on country roads. Hussin 104, Tran 93. Last but not least, Kush faced off against Mo, who was trying to get in the holiday spirit early. After all, Kyle Rudolph had a red nose for the end zone. But whenever Kush's team is playing, there's only one question to ask Dude, where's Lamar? Answer, probably the end zone. With Kush now owning both Baltimore's quarterback and running back, get used to seeing these kinds of scores over the next few weeks. It's deja vu. That's so Ravens. Kush 114, Mo 105. All right, we're back. We're back, bitches. We, we were back. We cut some dead weight in the process. Uh, no guest host this week. They had their chance. They, they they did. All they all had their chance, and they and they Colin Kaepernick the tryout. Um, they didn't show up. We gave them the opportunity, made them sign a waiver, but we gave them the opportunity nonetheless. Pathetic bunch of cowards. <laughs> bunch of bunch of Colin cowards. And by the time you wake up tomorrow, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, we didn't know. Oh, we could have done such a better job. Well, you had your chance, and you blew it. Yeah. You fucking blew it. So, we're gonna keep this a tight. Tight 30, maybe even maybe a tight 40. There's not a lot to talk about, but there's enough to talk about. Um, so we're gonna start with Fab Chigs. Ooh, a pretty eventful Fab for uh, what is it, week 11, week 12, 
fab. It, it really was. He reached into his pocket. Now he's private practice money. Pulled it out and put $52 <laughs> on Jonathan Williams. $52 from Kush has to be a record. <laughs> I don't I don't think I, could, I would ever see the day that Kush would spend 52% of his yearly fab on one guy. Um, but he did. Um, it's tough to be spending $52 on a lot of things. But week-to-week rental on Jonathan Williams, we'll see. We'll see, but he outbid he outbid Shaham by two dollars. This is actually a pretty cool neck and neck neck and neck uh, uh, fab bid here. We don't have a lot they of those, but that was a went good for one. for it. They went. Meanwhile, said bid zero dollars, hoping he would get Jonathan Williams. I mean, he he might have gotten him right. Zero dollar bid. He he, <laughs> he thought he had a chance. Um, he thinks he has a chance on every guy with zero dollar bids, but you know it's never been the case. So also eventful in Fab this week was a Lions running back, Bo Bo Scarborough. Forty dollars to Shaham. Shaham, this was like end of the year. He had a budget. He had he didn't spend it, so he's like, ah, I'm just gonna throw all the money in the air. And so that's what he did here. Bo Scarborough is, uh, you know, he outbid Bumsy by twenty two dollars. You know, this reminds yeah. me of. But, Remember, like, a, your freshman year, you had, like, that many meals. So, like, this is Shahan. I remember Kush used to take those meal cards and literally take full boxes of cereal and fill that shit up in those <laughs> and then take them out. I think I think, I think I went with him one time where he literally had a gallon of milk, an empty gallon of milk, and filled it up to the calf. And, just, and then he went to go get a swipe, and they looked at him, and he's like what i can do this and he did and he did do it like there wasn't a question about it he he literally walked right out the ding one swipe got a full gallon of milk man yeah, but police have been doing that for decades now at umkc so they're used to it they see smiling <laughs> like oh he's official <laughs> <laughs> um all right so that's the big activity on fab this week there's some other two dollars zero dollar wins but those two running backs went for 92 total dollars. That's pretty big for week 12. Yeah, and so in terms of fab, there's still like some teams with quite a bit of money. Uh, not a lot of prospects, but a lot of a lot of money. Uh, sticking out like a sore thumb here is Goers, who has $100. Impressive. <laughs> Impressive, I guess. <laughs> Could use that to jump back to the playoffs. Or just can sit on it and see if it rolls over to the auction next year. It won't. But you can see. <laughs> um, so we wanted to uh, we wanted to keep this tight. There, we're not going to go detailed in every matchup and talk about the same teams, the same players. But we did want to talk about the current playoff picture. Do you want to give us a breakdown of what those seedings and those yeah what the seedings look like? Who's in? Who's so, out? So one's pretty much locked up um, mm-hmm. by myself, the best team, the most points <laughs> before, um, and the manager. Um, <laughs> Number two has punched his today in, which is Kush, but he's eight and three. I don't quite remember how the second eight, if it has to be from the other league or the other division. But um, Huston is right behind him at seven and four. And then pretty much everyone else is six and five or five and six um, with uh, Goers and Rafi on the outs looking in. And they're Couple both five four and, and sevens. Couple yeah. four and seven. Still in the holes, but still in the hunt, I guess. But uh, I want to leave uh, one last note. Tran yeah. at one and ten has a thousand. Meanwhile, Usid at six and five has only nine hundred and seventy-six points. 
How is he in the playoffs? That is, that is actually incredible. Um, actually, so I had some fun with numbers this week, and there's gonna it's going to paint a real picture about like the real haves and the real have-nots and like who's lucky, who's not. I mean, I think we can tell, but but basically looking at these uh, these current playoff standings, I think you could pretty much safely say that about five of them are locked in. Yeah. Uh, I think you, Kush, uh, uh, Hassan, uh, Kuiper, and Bums are probably locked in. I would say there's three spots that are open. I agree. Um, those three spots are currently occupied by Sal, Hassan, and Zavs, which is a fucking abomination. <laughs> <laughs> That those three teams are the ones. This is my fault, 100%. But like those three teams being where they are is an abomination. Um, but uh, should I do the power rankings now, or should we do them after the matchups? Uh, I think you should do them now, and then the matchups kind of dictate. Yeah. So, so I kind of broke down um, with a. It's like a based off of formula that I created. Um, that really factors in your week-to-week performance and, like, how you've actually performed. Um, I've determined the power rankings. Huh? Sorry, what was that? Instead of W-A-R for baseball, this is a J-A-R. Yes, yeah, this, this is a J-A-R. This is J-V-O-A. <laughs> <laughs> this is J-V-O-A, and then I also included um, remaining strength of schedule, too. So for the teams, yeah, so we, we're going pretty deep inside baseball here. Um, but basically the power rankings kind of tell the story of the season so far. Um, or actually it doesn't, (laughs) I think, I think the more accurate is it doesn't tell the season. The best teams are not currently in the playoffs is let me just put that out there. Um, according to this formula. So the power rankings, uh, in order. All right. Um, number one is Chiggs. Yeah, it's you. Um, by just about every metric, by just about every metric, it kind of makes sense that you are. Um, number two is Kush. Uh, number three is Hassan. So, so far, like, you know, this is kind of aligning. Lines up. Um, All right. Yeah. Number four is Kuiper. Um, number five is Bums. And so this is still lining up, right? I'm not reading off the standings. This is still lining up. Um, this is when it starts to get wonky, though. (laughs) And you guys are going to think that JVOA is bullshit after I start, start going. But here we go. Number six is me. In the power okay. rankings, in the power rankings, I'm the sixth best team according to the formula. Um, number seven is Rafi. Number eight. Really? Okay. Yeah, number eight. Want to guess who number eight is? This will. No. no, it's Tran. Tran. No. <laughs> Tran is number eight in the power rankings. Um, number number nine is Shaham. Number ten is Usid. Number eleven is Salik. Number twelve is Kamish. 13 is Goers, and 14 is Mo. Damn, Mo is 14, then he is... Yeah. Damn. So, like, just to, like, kind of go into, like, what this... Like, what this... Uh, what was factored into this? What was baked into this power ranking? Um, it was the point differential per game. And then one of the multipliers was your actual win-loss record. So, yeah, together, that that um that put the score together. Um, I can send the math around later if anybody wants to see it, but um, I'm sure someone will complain about it later tomorrow morning. Oh yeah, no, I, I can't, I can't, I cannot wait. But yeah, <laughs> damn, I thought uh, uh, I thought Mo would be higher up. 
Like yeah, third yeah. I guess he got so, so the thing with Mo is that he has a 36% win win loss percentage or win percentage, I guess, and a a differential of about negative 20 per game. Um, Damn. Yeah, I mean the power ranking is also a factor in that you're also just facing like the worst strength of schedule too. Um, that's no fault. Of, I guess that's no fault of your own. Maybe the maybe the formula still needs work, but but it's it's more of a it's more of a how are you performing in your circumstances, um, and are you unlucky? Um, Mo's also not like one of the top scoring teams, so even if he's getting outscored by twenty, he's also just not really scoring enough to actually make an impact. It was insults to me is that did and. And is unfortunately not lucky. Yeah. So I mean, like it's a it's a lucky ranking. It's also power ranking. I think I think what it's trying to put into context is like how tough is your schedule versus how are you doing against it. Um, so yeah. Um, there will be room to see how it changes from week to yeah, week. Yeah. There will definitely be refinements to it, but. Uh, yeah, some healthy league debate tomorrow morning. Can't wait to hear you guys bitch about this. Um, also, <laughs> <laughs> also, like we were talking about with the uh, the three spots remaining. Um, yes. Let's go through the uh, where the rankings are and like hardest strength of schedule, easiest strength of schedule. Um, the hardest strength of schedule. Not that I don't think it, I don't like, I don't think it would matter really. But Shaham has the hardest strength of schedule. Um, I don't. I guess we're not going to really see like kind of a late push here. Um, Bumsy has a nope. second. Bumsy has a second, which is very intriguing to me. <laughs> um, he plays me this week. Who does he play next week? Uh, Sal. And so the strength of schedule is also okay. the strength of schedule is also based off the power ranking score. So this is not strength of schedule by win loss because it's strength of schedule by like the power ranking score. So Shaham plays me and then Bumpy plays me. So okay. I see yeah. Why, I see why they're at hardest strength of schedule. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like it's also it's also a function of who you're playing because you're the best. Like and it's kind of like your your strength of schedule your power ranking is like very high. Um, okay. So uh, Bumsy was second. Kuiper is third. Uh, he, that's a function of playing Kush, I think. Who else? Let's go through this quickly. Uh, Goers has the fourth highest, uh, hardest, um, so we can probably cross him off. Rafi has the fifth highest. They both have five wins. We could probably cross both of them off. Um, I have the sixth hardest. You can probably ca- cross me off. Uh, Salik has a seventh. And then you and Kush have eighth and ninth. Hassan has tenth. Uh, Mo has the eleventh. Zabs has the twelfth. Usan has the thirteenth. And Tran has the fourteenth. So... Us is going to get in the playoffs. Yep. Us is going to get in the playoffs, and Zabs probably could get in the playoffs. Yeah. Us uh, is playing this week, so a win. And I don't even think Us needs a win. But a win, he's 100% in, essentially. Yeah, a win, and he's 100% Seven. in. But uh, just doing the math, I think Us and Zabs are in. And I think uh, that last spot, I mean. Sal has the easiest road to get there. He just needs one win, but he's also a really shitty team. So, so I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah. I think that I think it's a pretty open spot. Um, it is a possibility. 
possibility where a four and seven team makes a late push. But I mean, the only four and seven teams are yeah <laughs> have to beat Commission, have to beat Husson to get six and seven. If I do that, then yeah, I deserve it. But I kind of blew a golden opportunity here. So yeah, that was uh, some of the math. I know you guys are gonna have a lot of questions and. Honestly, you can put those right back in the suggestion box because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's kind of the most interesting thing that we can talk about today is those power rankings, those standings. Uh, two weeks left, and um, yeah, I think we can jump into the matchups. Is there any matches you want to talk to talk about in particular? Because we can kind of fly uh, through I these. Think... Yeah. I think we should go through Zabs at number eight versus you at number eleven. I think that's uh... <sighs> yeah. I mean, I guess we could start here. Um, or do you want to wait that till the end? No, no, no. Let's start here. Let's start here. It's fine. Um, yeah. So it's kind of annoying to see the projection being ninety-nine to ninety because after last week's absolute no-show for my team, it's really hard to think that I have some faith here. But I would also like to throw out that Josh Allen had the points that I needed to win that game. <laughs> yeah, and uh, where was he sitting? Um, I mean, he had he had one of those, like, F you, coach, I'm really good. It's like one of those games. And I, I respect the hell out of it. But damn, that one hurt. <laughs> that one definitely hurt. Well, one way I look at it, you just traded for Deshaun, so it's hard for you to sit him. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I don't think there was any, like, quarterback controversy because I traded for, like, the third best player in fantasy football this year, and I had to start him. I think the thing that is going to be a lot of, like, oh, my God, what ifs for me is that my team was good for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks. We were scoring 100 points every week, and then I was like, I need to shake it up. So if I had not shaken it up, (laughs) like, this fully, like, maybe if I had just made the Ertz trade, right? If I just made the Earth trade to you and got an Allen Robinson, my team wins last week by about like 40 points, and that's with Ingram and Allen in the lineup. Does it hurt? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, would I have maybe made the playoffs? Probably. Uh, did I tinker too much? Absolutely. Do I fucking hate fantasy football? You betcha. Um, yeah, I don't know. This season looks like it's destined for five and eight. <laughs> it's destined to be on the outside looking in and the out- and looking in on like a team like us that's getting in over mine. <laughs> like that's what this season feels like it's gonna end up at. <laughs> the weird thing is between you and uh, uh Kavish, I actually like you in this matchup. I think you stay alive for another week. Which is kind of it's kind of grueling if I do. I'd rather just finish the season four and nine and say fuck it, because <laughs> I mean I don't want hope. I don't want hope next week. I don't want to. I don't want to like be hopeful going into Thanksgiving week, week thirteen, and just be like, oh my god, if I get six and seven, I could maybe make the playoffs. Like that would just be fucking brutal if I don't make the playoffs after going six and seven. <laughs> As everyone else in the league not named Wild. I think uh, we want that. We want you to have hope <laughs> just to crash out. <laughs> oh, my God. I think God. I'm safe to say for everyone. <laughs> oh, my God. This sucks. Um, All right, yeah. So, I mean, in this matchup, <laughs> I think I have better <laughs> receivers. And that kind of gives me the edge. Yeah, DJ Moore, Bob versus Tyler Boyd and James Washington. I- you. I'm not really on 
inspired by Zabs. But Breeze versus Watson's a good matchup. I mean, Watson has so much to prove Le'Veon. to me this week. <laughs> Watson has so much to prove this week. The Ravens are just nasty. Even that defense has stepped up. You, you had like four defenses last week. I probably should have tried to get one of them because uh, that also would have helped me win the matchup. All right, yeah, I mean, hope and a prayer. Let's let's hope that this is the week that I, – I mean, I blew a golden opportunity. I should have beaten Shaham. Shaham has heart. I mean, Shaham had, had not broken 75 for the previous four weeks, and somehow he pulled off a 95-point game. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, we don't have to spend too much time. It, it is what it is. I think there, I mean, playoff implications are there. Zabs needs to stay alive. I need to have my hopes dashed a week later. Yeah, should be interesting to watch. Uh, what else? What other All ones right. have playoff implications? We should go to uh, number seven, which is... Um, Sid, who has still plagiarized trans team name as Tyreek. God, I, I, this, there should be there should be like um, some like repercussions for this. Like you shouldn't be able to do this. Like plagiarism and I don't know. I, I just I don't I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I agree. I agree. I think it's a it's a big it's a weak move. It's, it's bad juju. Um, yeah. But us is. Super lucky this year. So, and Moe's called it a season for some reason. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Usid's projected to lose, but I actually like his receivers more. I like um, his quarterback more. Yeah, I mean, he gets the last word. There's a lot to like here. I think Usid's going to win this one. Yeah, so Rodgers versus Wentz. Rodgers versus San Fran. That's that's tough. That's tough. But like, how much do you think us is going to be chasing this matchup on Monday? Or wait, Sunday night? Oh, never mind. I don't know. Um, kind of a wash. Um, Carson Wentz hasn't looked good unless he throws to Zach Ertz. Galladay and Samuel versus Gallup and Landry. Pretty uninspiring. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is just like. Well, Debo has looked better. Debo's looked awesome. Yeah. Kind of wish I still had him. Um. But I mean, I think that this is a, this is a very uninspiring matchup to watch. But I, I guess us is gonna make the playoffs with this with this roster somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But for the narrative, I'm going with Mo keeps your playoff hopes and other people's playoffs hopes. Oh. I mean, it keeps Mo's playoff hopes alive. Which wouldn't that just suck? Wouldn't that just suck if 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 uh. Mo makes the playoffs after that trade. Uh, no, not really. Oh, actually, wait a second. Marlon Mack got hurt, and or wait, was that trade for Chris Carson? Yeah. Oh, damn. He traded the wrong one. Well, hate to see it. Hate to see it. Um. So, so let me get this straight. So three weeks ago, Mo had probably the best like stable of running backs between the three of them, and now yeah. he's. And now he's starting like Devin Singletary. Yeah, he had three RB1s. And now he's starting Devin Singletary and Adrian Peterson. Yeeks. That is rough stuff. And none of them are keepers. Not, well, Adrian Peterson, I think, is. <laughs> Age 40 season. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, we're, I'm going with Austin. You're going with Mo. Fair enough. Um, let's fly through a few more of these. Uh, we can just do pick for some of these. 
because uh, they don't really have playoff implications. Kush versus Goers, I mean, it does have playoff implications, but it's only if you think that Kush is going to lose. Do you think Kush is going to lose? I'm going with Kush. I'm going with Kush, too, because he has the most exciting player in real football and fantasy football. Receivers are nasty. Michael Thomas and Amari. You know how nasty Kush's receivers are? He's on his bench is Cooper Cup and Golden Tate. Damn. Damn. He has better receivers than Huston. Damn. That is that is wild. Um, okay. So, yeah, I also think that Kush is going to win. What else? Let's do another pick em. Uh It has playoff implications, but only if you think Huston's going to lose. Huston versus Rafi. Yeah. Um, sorry, Rafi. Shady's not. He's gone. Uh, yeah. That's all I got to say. Um, yeah, I think Huston's going to win. And yeah, I guess we can do another pick 'em. Nope, no real playoff implications. Uh, Kuiper versus Shaham. If do you think Kuiper's gonna clinch a playoff spot this week? Probably. It's uh, I don't know. Unless Jonathan Williams or whoever, Bo Scarborough, um, <laughs> can uh, pull Shaham out. <laughs> Shaham, I mean, okay. Granted, Shaham does not have a quarter. <laughs> granted, Shaham does not have a quarterback starting. He's still projected to lose by fifty. It's <laughs> wild to see the number one hundred nine versus fifty three. Oh, I mean, he doesn't have a defense. He doesn't have Bo Scarborough in there. Um, you know, Over Shaham. He plays me again next week, and God, I couldn't play Shaham. <laughs> I couldn't play Shaham on a week that Kyler Murray's on a bye. Are you kidding me? All right, fine, whatever. All right, so... so Solik one, versus Tran. Solik versus Tran. Solik yeah, needs this to make the playoffs. Oh, the Chiefs are on a bye. But even with the Chiefs on a bye, Sal is somehow projected to lose by... What is that? 15? He's projected 70 points. And this is his optimal lineup. Oh, that's <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> What is going on with this guy? How are these teams making the playoffs? Does that make you feel better? No, it absolutely does not make me feel better. It actually makes me want to quit fantasy football. I hate this stupid league. Um, all right. I, I I mean, I think Tran has better players. I think Tran's going to win this one. I'm going with Mike. Wow. Okay. Um, crazy. All right. And this is actually the matchup of the week. Uh, the last one, uh, it's you versus Bums. Bums needs this? Would you say he needs this? Uh, he, plays Shah- he plays Shaham. He plays, uh, he plays Sal next week. Uh, I don't think he really needs it. I think he's in the buffs, but for pride, he needs it. For me, it means nothing. I've already got the one seed. He's such a fraud team this year, though. God, like, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think he's going to win the big one. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. No. He's got – still, he should trade for a quarterback instead of – Yeah, uh, I think I think he if he made the trade for uh, Deshaun, I think he would have actually been better off. Ooh. Because he has Lindsey on the bench. As I mean, yeah, he, he has he has like four running backs on the uh, like I don't know. He could have done it. Yeah, that's just not smart managing. Yeah, 
Prescott yeah. versus Driscoll, which everyone Prescott. has seen on the Gift Wars. Okay, so yeah. here's the here's here's the thing though. Prescott versus the Patriots in New England, uh, versus Driscoll versus Washington. But it's saying rain for both. Um, he's got the matchup. I think he's got he's got the matchup. But if it's raining, like what are we expecting here? I don't know. I just want. I just hope that game's a shootout, Dallas versus New England. I think it's gonna be a good game. I mean, the Patriots have allowed four four touchdowns. I think four passing touchdowns all year. Oh damn! And you're not even starting them. No, dude. The Ravens defense has stepped up. Plus, uh, they're going against Jared Goff, who's Trubisky God. 2.0. So. What a freaking! What a freaking! Uh, like embarrassment of riches you have over here, not starting the fucking RB one of the Patriots defense. <laughs> um, I bet you wish you could like flex that defense in there. Oh, that'd be two defense formation. <laughs> um, um, your receivers versus his receivers: Evans and Julio Jones versus Beckham and Tyler Lockett. Beckham is projected a lot every year, but Browns are a dumpster fire. I think I think that this Bucks uh, this Bucks Falcons game is gonna be a shootout in the dome. Uh, Jameis is gonna be chucking it everywhere. I think I think it's gonna be a shootout. Um, yeah, that's my take. Yeah, the Falcons defense randomly they got him two wins in a row, but Jameis yeah, that's true. Jameis, he's immune to defense. He might throw four picks, but I'll still throw like three touchdowns in yards. I mean that Falcons uh, defense play. The, the Falcons defense play by uh, bums is kind of a sneaky good play, maybe. Ooh, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sneaky. Um, yeah, and then the running backs. Obviously, this is the story. Chubb. Oh, you're starting both. I have to. You have a rub. Oh, Chubb and Hunt. Oh, he's on a bye. Chubb and Hunt and Connor versus Kamara, Barkley, and Carson. Damn. Yeah, Carr might be out, which I assume he will. So I'll have to throw a same. But oh, I mean, like you have his backup, whatever. Um, damn, that's pretty insane. Uh, okay. And then Zach Ertz versus Mark Andrews. Uh, Ertz looked good last week. He did. He did. Ertz, Ertz I think looks he's inspired like he's, now. Yeah, I think Ertz got the bad juju of my team off him, so now I think he's inspired again. So you're yeah. welcome for Ertz's Rosa run. Yes. <laughs> um, not forgotten, Young Ho Koo. I'm 100% saying his name wrong, but, but uh, I think he's uh, he's big pimping this week. He's going to get me some probably double-digit points from the kicker position, I believe. Oh my gosh! All right, well, I think obviously you don't need this matchup, but for comedy's sake, I think if Bumsy's sweating going into week uh, thirteen, it's only fun for the league. Yeah, I actually think I, I could win. I think randomly Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are gonna both have double. Yeah, I mean, yeah, both against Miami. I think that's a great matchup. I think it's also a good play no matter even if you did have a healthy third guy. Um, interesting. Well. That's all the matchups. We went through the power rankings. We went through the projections. We went through strength of schedule. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a, it was a cool 30, uh, maybe less, after I edit the shit out of this. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> do we uh, do we miss, though? Not, not really, but I hope he does well on his board tomorrow so he can return. I think we need some of his hot takes. 
I mean, his his takes are sometimes scalding. Um, they, they don't really provide any analysis, but they're just entertaining. And they're and they're almost uh, like entirely based on a whim. Like he'll say something outrageous, just like he is. He's ESPN. He he'll say something outrageous just to get the oh, clicks. Yeah, 100%. it won't be there. There won't be any fact behind it. He'll say he'll say your team is like Simone Biles, the gymnast, and we'll both be like, wait, how? And then he'll he'll <laughs> do, he'll do mental gymnastics to get us to the point, and then we'll 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 be quiet for a second because we'll have to process what we just lost in brain cells. But that's that's Sal. That's Sal, the third guest host. <laughs> That's our guest host right there. I don't know there. where he comes with all, all these comparisons from recently. Like, he didn't do this for a long time. And then I don't know. Bum- yeah, he'll be like, Bumsy's team is like uh, the Jack Nicholson Joker. Not the Joaquin Phoenix Joker or the Heath Ledger Joker, <laughs> but the Jack Nicholson Joker. And then just leave it at that. And we're supposed to be like, how do you figure? <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> So apologies to all our loyal listeners, all 13 of you. Uh, we know you listen to us. And apologies that we couldn't give you those sweet, sweet metaphors that you come for. But uh, I'll leave it to you guys to rack your brains on the math we provided earlier. Can't wait to hear all your complaints about it. Yeah. And then not listen to them. <laughs> put it in the suggestion box. Find it and then put it in I know the same suggestion box where you guys are like, we want a guest host, and then when the option, the opportunity arises, you guys are no shows. You guys didn't want to sign the waiver. You guys didn't want our receivers to catch the balls. You guys call and capture the situation. You guys don't deserve to be in the league. <laughs> Hot takes. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, this has been another installment of the best damn podcast in in the world. Um. Hit us with a drink. She say, do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. 50 dub. I even got it tatted on me. 81. They'll bring the crashers to the party. And you know me. Turn the 0-2 into the 0-3, dog. Without 40 Ollie, there be no me. Imagine if I never met the broskies. God's plan. God's plan.